Welcome back, everybody. This is Jesse and Eric with Countdown to Geek Town, and we are on episode 160. 160 episodes. Right? Yep. So iTunes says it's like 255. I don't know what's up with their their count. Yeah, it, it's hmm. weird. But it is 160, and what are we covering today? Lord of the Rings, The Fellowship of the Ring. Yes. <laughs> extended edition. Full title. I didn't do the extended. What the fuck? I had the Blu-ray you gave me. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> what the fuck? Why don't you give me better shit? Well, because I upgraded and I get yeah. the better shit. <laughs> no, I've seen the extended, but I don't remember what the difference was. So. Uh, there's, I mean. Like an hour? <laughs> uh, yeah, it like, literally is an hour and it's like almost two for the last one. But a peasant like you wouldn't understand. You don't, you don't, you don't know, man. You don't know. I watched them all. I think I borrowed them from you or Jonathan back in the day. Yeah, well, I mean, I had them all for sure. Uh, but first, we are going to talk about some notes. Yep. I don't know what I was going to say there. <laughs> I think I was going to say C. Um, I started off. I got one. <laughs> I wanted to congratulate you. Oh, you no. finally did it, Justin. No. <laughs> all this time we talk and you say, Hollywood, hire me. I can do it. And if they finally did it. I saw the latest Steve motherfucker <laughs> picture of your, your screenshots from Venom 2. I did not put this news note in my news for a reason. <laughs> you motherfucker. Every single time I pass, I was like, I don't, I don't know, that's not Jesse. <laughs> you I don't know what it is. It just looks like you. It wouldn't be so bad if the hair wasn't so fucking terrible. I, know, I don't know why. It looks horrible. <laughs> it wouldn't be so bad uh, for me, but the hair is so fucking atrocious. Uh, I mean, even with that, especially with that right there. Yeah. I just get that the old man Logan vibe. It's like yeah. it's old man Jesse. Old man Jesse. <laughs> but I'm not redheaded. No, it don't matter. Oh, Jesus. And I'm, the only, I'm not the only one that saw it either. Yeah, Other people have commented. Fuck all y'all. <laughs> Could be called worse, I suppose. <laughs> so the first shots of uh, Woody Harrelson and Venom Two. Yes, almost said Cassius Clay, <laughs> not Cassius Clay. Close. <laughs> it's Cassius. Cletus Cassius, Cletus I believe. Cassius. 
I believe. I don't know. It might be reverse. Fucking Marvel. <laughs> they like that alliteration. Yeah. So, I didn't realize they were already filming this. Yeah. Andy Circus, director. Yeah. yeah, you see yeah. him out there. He's like, my precious. <laughs> it looks like he was channeling uh, Tim Burton or something. He's got oh, his yeah. hair all fluffed up. and Yeah. Yeah. Very eccentric <clears throat> motherfuckers. What do you got? Uh, Top that bitch. Fucking bastard. Uh, let's see. I'll just start with Bob Iger stepping down at Disney. I didn't put this, but I did see it yesterday. He fed them immediately, replaced by another guy named Bob. <laughs> Bob. They're interchangeable. Chappick. Uh, so Iger's been the CEO since 2005. So he kind of oversaw the... He come in right when they acquired LucasArts, right when they acquired Marvel. And so he's he's kind of been the resurgence through all this shit. Isn't that like right before they put out Revenge of the Sith? LucasArts? You're talking about Lucas? Yeah. Yeah, that was the last thing that they did under his tutelage. Well, pretty much. Last movie for sure. But then he sold it for $4 billion. 2005, I believe. Yeah, 2005. I was yeah. thinking it was 2006 for some reason. No. So, so he, he kind of, he's had uh, seven billion dollar movies under his tutelage. I thought it was more than that, honestly. But I think it might just be seven. Oh, it says worldwide under his watch. Uh, I had two things to say about this, him stepping down. Uh, if it has been so good for so long, why is he stepping down? You know, like, is he being forced out? Or is yeah. he, he might just be done. And two, maybe the new Bob would do us a favor and fire Kathleen Kennedy. <laughs> I was wondering. I thought that would be one. <laughs> well, I didn't want to. I didn't want to. I didn't want to start with that because I want to celebrate the guy for the achievements he did. Right. right? Yeah. I mean, fuck. How many Marvel movies did you put out in that time? A lot. Yeah. All of them. Like 22 of them. It's a lot. Yeah. But, I mean, you know, he just kind of signed the checks on those. Kevin Feige mm-hmm. kind of ran it. So, we are we are led to believe, you know. But, yeah, if he could just fucking... T- maybe maybe the new Bob will fire her right off the bat. We're like, bitch, you gone. I'm fucking happening. big dick Bob coming in here. I don't see that happening. Uh, me neither. I think she signed a contract extension last year. <laughs> So, fuck you, SJW. <laughs> so, speaking of stepping down, I saw today Steven Spielberg has stepped down as the director of Indy 5. I saw this. And James Mangold is in Talkster Place. And Not I mad. that might be a good thing. It might be better. Because, I mean, when's Spielberg the last, did when's do the last, the last one. one. <laughs> when's the last one you liked? Yeah, he did the last yeah. one. When's the last Spielberg movie you liked? I think 1010. And it wasn't great, but yeah. it was okay. Right. Yeah. So, I think there was one other one in there that was another okay movie. I haven't seen a lot of them because they're not my type of movies. Yeah, you know? BFG. Uh, yeah, uh, oh, I did see that one. I yeah. didn't really care for it. I mean, it's, it's all I these know. like the, the Bridge of Spies or something mm. like that. I think he did. I that. heard that one was good. Yeah, a lot of those I heard are good. Like Lincoln. I, I just, they're not my type no, of movies. No, no, no. I don't care about so. historical stuff. <laughs> Fuck that shit. <laughs> next, he's doing West Side Story. Oh, no. that's his next yeah, one. No, yeah, thank you. He's stepping down. Probably he it says did. He, he did Ready Player One. Yeah, that was it. That was yeah, it. Yeah. And it was good, but it wasn't like Steven Spielberg. I think good. we just love the book so much. Yeah. It's it's hard. It, yeah. it is a. Hard, I mean, he did better than than we thought possible for sure. And yeah. then they added some the the stuff with The Shining. They added some stuff to yeah. it. So yeah. 
I'll give him props for that one, but Indy four, not a good one. <laughs> James Mangold just did uh, Ford versus Ferrari, which yep. I heard is good. Yep. And then before that was old old man Logan yep. or whatever, Logan. or just Logan. So I mean, I think it might be a good thing. Yeah, maybe, maybe somebody come in that actually has nostalgia for the old one mm-hmm. and you know, wants to do it credit and not could do, do a grizzled Ford. Harrison Ford. Yeah, disgruntled old man Andy. Yeah, there you go. That'll work. That'll work. That'll do, pig. That'll do. Uh, Star Wars, The High Republic. Did you hear about this? They announced this yesterday. Was it? The High Republic. High Republic. No, I didn't know. So this is a whole new era for Star Wars to be going in. Not really, but they're titling it as that way. 200 years before the prequels, they want to explore the time period in that. Uh, As of right now, it's just comic books and books. But if it's lucrative or if they actually get some decent stories i'm sure they'll they'll try to make it a movie or a tv series uh i'm asking for a revan and i know um a lot of people have kind of broached the subject of putting keanu reeves in that role you know Uh, and but i'm just excited because back then there was no longer or there wasn't the rule of two in the sith so it was literally like jedis versus sith it was like two houses against one another right. at that point. So I want to see more of that. And it's kind of like the video that I watched. It's kind of like, I guess the Mandalorian, because it's, it's like on the outskirts of the Republic edge. So it, it's it's like, you know, kind of like the bounty hunters or the Wild West of the Galactic Empire. So that would be kind of interesting to see. But I, I'm Firefly. A, that's that's what I was actually going to say earlier. Was it's kind of like Firefly. I started rewatching that yesterday. Yeah, it's so good. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it, it it legitimately is so good. Firefly is, but I don't want them to bring it back. No, no. In this day and age, I just I just don't think it will do it justice. It could be proved wrong, and I, I look forward to that. But at this point, I don't think it's going to happen. Yeah. But the High Republic, I th- I'm afraid of one thing though. Uh, I'm afraid that it might be that they look at the success of the Mandalorian, like, oh, it's a Western. We, it's, a, it's kind of like this feel. Let's just do it all that way, you know. And this is a whole fucking company, you know. It's like, just don't give me anybody that I recognize the name of. Maybe just a name, like a passing name, but just branch out, yeah. you know. Stop making the universe about nine people and branch the fuck out. Yeah, that's how, that's how I didn't want. I didn't want Ray mm-hmm. to be linked to anybody. No. Nope. Everybody doesn't have to be connected. Nope. Nine people sell merchandise, though. Yeah. <clears throat> fuck you, Bob Iger. <laughs> uh, let's see. A lot of mine were... Oh, here's one. Um, so Red Hulk was supposedly make the debut in She-Hulk Disney series. I Disney have a, Plus. I have a She-Hulk. You news know. mm-hmm. Oh, news. Yeah, I do. Have you seen that one? <laughs> when so, she's mad. <laughs> so it says in this one, it'll be played by uh, General Thaddeus Thunderbolt Ross. Mm-hmm. That's and who the Red Hulk is. Replaced by, oh, it was originally? Mm-hmm. Okay. And that's William Hurt. It was supposed to be reprising his role. I wonder if he's going to be CGI'd up. Like oh, yeah, like Ruffalo? One. Yeah. No, he's our, in the last one he was in. Because he remember they CGI'd him up for um, something that picture we said right there. 
what's it from? Oh, no, no, no. Yeah, okay. They de-aged De-aged. That's okay. I should have said that, yeah. I was like, they, he was never a Hulk. <laughs> <laughs> no, de-aged him. It was a CGI. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. It looked weird on him. It didn't look great. It, yeah, it doesn't, <clears throat> doesn't look too great. But he don't look too good now. Either, <laughs> 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 either way, it's not good. I know you were, aren't you a big Red Hulk fan? Or was that just uh, Planet Hulk you were a fan of? Planet Hulk. Planet Hulk? Okay. Yeah. Red Hulk seemed kind of meh. No, I remember what Red Hulk was. It was uh, the, uh, the the action figures they did mm-hmm. from Marvel. That was one of the chase figures. You get all the, collect them all and you, you get that. make them. That was the big thing I was thinking of because I was trying to find them. The She-Hulk news I had was Marvel is pursuing Allison Brie from Community. <laughs> And glow. Okay, that one. I always get her and the blonde one. Their real names mixed up. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, definitely a fan of Allison Brie. Oh, yeah. And her two assets. <laughs> uh, go watch Glow if you have not seen Glow. And there's a new one on Netflix. But I was at my parents' house, and Daddy was watching it, and it's called, like, Horse Girl or something. What? And it's her. It just came out on Netflix, and she's, like, a mentally disturbed person. But she gets naked in that, too. No. <laughs> but she's I like, don't want to see it to that. <laughs> It kind of takes all the fun away from it. Well, that's when you're sitting with your parents, too. <laughs> yeah. At 35, 36. That's whatever. like when I was young watching Nail and she gets topless. And my mom was right there. I was like, I'm of the age that I'm like, yeah, this is great. But I'm also like, no, this is not great. Well, also her like, yeah, yeah. Exactly. That really takes you out of it, too. Still jerked off to it. <laughs> you made that that's your old face sound. I did it all for you. <laughs> Never go full retard, though. <laughs> yeah, uh, but I, I love Allison Brie. I love her. I, 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 I fell in love with her in Community yeah. just because of the the she's well, she is pretty, yeah, very cute, and uh, but she's also very funny, yeah, and like her mannerisms and then in Glow, you know, first it's kind of like, uh, but it gets better. I love Glow. Yeah. First, it seemed too whiny at, up front to me, but I gave it some time. And yeah. uh, after a certain scene, I was like, all right, I'm sticking with it, <laughs> <laughs> which happens very early on. <laughs> oh, yeah. I said, I think she could pull this off. I think she could, you know, she could portray it. Uh, I said, by the way, go watch Glow for two reasons. <laughs> I'm a fucking perv. I think I said that later on in here, too. <laughs> I agree. You are a fucking perv. <laughs> <clears throat> um, I think the last ones I have are all similar. I found several notes just from like the newly released posters okay. of movies I didn't even know were in production. This one's for a sci-fi thriller called Boss Level, where it stars Mel Gibson and Frank Grillo. Na- yeah, you Na- sent me this. Yeah, yeah, Naomi Watts and Michelle Yao. Oh, eraser nipples. <laughs> yes. Um. It's about a retired special forces officer is trapped in a never-ending time loop on the day of his death. So it's like uh, Groundhog Day meets Source Code. Source Code, yeah. yeah. Um, one I was thinking of was a uh, Ready or not Ready Player One. <sighs> die, repeat, die. Whatever. Oh, Edge of Tomorrow. Yeah, Edge of Tomorrow. Very, very similar <laughs> concept. I don't know who. I, I'm assuming Mel Gibson is supposed to be the bad guy. He looks like it on the cover there. Yeah. But Frank Grohl kind of looks up the back out there. So. He always does. Yeah. But I mean, good. I mean, it's a good group of people. Um, I think this one was just said 2020 release date. Probably not going to be like a theatrical release. Yeah. Their videos will be limited. Hmm. 
And I had another one similar to it. Was well, a movie called Wally's Wonderland, starring Nicolas Cage. Uh, Drifter is tricked into a janitorial job at a now condemned theme park. The mundane tasks suddenly become an all-out fight for survival against a wave of wave after wave of demonic animatronic monsters. It's Five Nights at Freddy's. Freddy's in a theme park <laughs> with yeah. Nicolas Cage. So I, okay, this one also didn't have a release date; just said 2020. But I think this one also showed like production back in like 2018. So, so, so it I think might it's be one, one of those ones that have been lim- the limbo. Same, yeah, yeah. But I mean, you see the picture of Nicolas Cage. Yeah, so, um, both of them sounded fun. You know, it'd be ones you catch on Netflix or something yeah. in the release. I mean, they got very video gamey feels to them. Yeah. Uh, let's see. I got three, but they're fairly short. And then another one today, supposedly No Day to Die is the longest Bond movie of Daniel Craig's. Time-wise? Yeah, it's like 164 minutes, so two hours, 44 minutes. Just barely beaten out, I think, Casino Royale. I think it was the longest before. Um, but anyway, Captain America, Chris Evans, is in talks to play the dentist from Little Shop of Horrors remake. They're remaking that? Yeah. So he's in talks to be the Steve Martin guy. Yeah, but that's like a five-minute scene, and that's it. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe they'll, they'll make it bigger. And then Lady Gaga is also in talks to star in a movie as well. She gonna be fucking uh, Audrey Seymour. <laughs> <laughs> no, <laughs> Audrey Five. Or yeah, Audrey yeah. Two. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and also, I'm, I'm, I'll end it with the Batman. But uh, Borderlands movie is in production at Lionsgate, and Eli Roth is supposedly directing it. Do you ever play the Borderlands much? I played the the, the first one mm-hmm. for like an hour. People love those fucking yeah, games. Yeah, I just I mean, it was okay. It just got repetitive. I, I, I played, well, I played the first, second, and I hadn't played the latest one, but I played Handsome Jack Collection too because it was cheap. So I got it. Uh, I used to play it quite a bit when I worked at GameStop because mm-hmm. we'd have people want to play. Uh, I mean, it's just it was just a loot shooter. Uh, it, it's it's got a nice aesthetic, but a lot of people get sick just looking at it. The cell shading. Yeah, that didn't bother me. Yeah. Uh, Aaron, the girl I used to know, she used to throw up when, when she watched it. Uh, but also, last but not least, well, maybe it is. Did you see the set photos for the Batman? Yeah. With his stunt devil on his motorcycle? Yeah. There is a vastly different size difference between the two. The stunt devil? Yes. His stunt devil looks like Ben Affleck stunt yeah, devil, like <laughs> and then you put Patterson on it, and it's like, oh, he's still little. Yeah. And it's like, why didn't you bulk up? You know, it didn't look awkwardly different to me. No, but it does look like football pads. You know, like it yeah. rises up. You know, it doesn't. It doesn't seem to hug the skin like the others. It, yeah. it Maybe it's just a bad. I mean, it isn't film, right? Yeah. It's a screen. You know, somebody somebody t- took a picture of it. And I'm trying not to judge it too much about like that, but I'm just not getting a good feeling. It didn't. Nothing about it took me out of it, but nothing blew my way, mind away either. Right. So people make a big deal over yeah. it, though. And I see there you have the uh, Lost World three. Yeah. Or uh, Jurassic World Dominion. It's the title for this one. Colin Trevorrow returns. They just started filming. And it's a trailer, right? but you know, people throw yeah, shit no, up there. No. But there was one shot of um, <clears throat> Dr. Alan Grant 
Can't think of his real name. He he they they supposedly said everybody's coming back. No, I mean it was actually a shot of him like in like it looked unless it's from another movie mm. like on a car like shooting at a dinosaur or something, and he was all scruffled and everything. It looked pretty cool, but I can't find after seeing that trailer. Well, it wasn't a trailer; it was just like this shot of the the clipboard or whatever. Yeah, and then it was like a bunch like a bunch of slides. Well, shots of like the 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 title picture and then like tweets and stuff and then it had like a couple actual shots and i don't know if that one's from the actual movie because nothing else had that shot right but it looked pretty cool as both i mean i think chris pratt said i think everybody's coming back yeah so i said uh this one said jake johnson's back Mm -hmm. omar Sy, which was the guy that worked with chris pratt yeah um as well as justice smith which i think was the guy that looked like uh gus oh okay yeah yeah and uh daniela Panetta, I don't know who that is, but also Laura Dern, Sam Neill, that's who it was. Yeah, and Jeff Goldblum will return. There you so. go. I'm on board. I've I love the Jurassic movies. The, I, just, the, I just do. Yeah, I I mean the first one's the only one that's like iconic, but I like all of them yeah. to an extent. To an extent, yeah. Like they all. I mean, it's fucking dinosaurs on the screen. Yeah. <laughs> this one's not Carnosaur. <laughs> yeah, the shots of this one that it showed from that trailer thing looked more like. Lost World, like yeah, on an actual not in. Well, I mean, park, the whatever. last one ended with the dinosaurs getting loose. Yeah, in in America, yeah, it, like in Nevada or something. Like uh, that. No, I think it was like in a wood area. I think I it thought was, it was up, like on the edge of a, a canyon or something. Oh, it, it does show yeah. uh, the raptors or something down there. Yeah. But I thought it was in the woods, like My the house was blue. in the woods. <laughs> so uh, scheduled for theaters July eleventh or. June eleventh, two thousand twenty-one. So always around my birthday. I mean, I'll go see it. I, I love the Jurassic Park movies. Yeah. So I'm glad it's not Jurassic World three, just Jurassic World Dominion. Oh, okay. I got you. So to do the number or do a, a colon in the name? Don't right. do both. What, like they did the first original trilogy. <laughs> yeah. I hate this shit. That's the last news note I think I had, other than football. Hit me. Hmm? Football? Yeah, I got nothing. Um, Greg Olson signed a one-year, $7 million contract with the Seahawks. Seahawks, yeah. I was gonna say so the they're going to try their hand at another tight end and probably waste him. Yeah. <laughs> I think they Jimmy Graham. Yeah. So I wonder if that's more him or like the the scheme he was in in New Orleans because he didn't do shit hardly for the Packers either. Mm-hmm. But I mean, he I mean it was a long time later. But I mean, like coming off what he was at New Orleans, going to Seahawks, he didn't do shit. For Nothing at all. And I think that could have been their scheme more than I think anything. So. Um, speaking of Greg Olson, where do you think Cam's going? I have no idea. You better go fucking eat some meat. Said it before. I thought you were talking about something else. No. <laughs> the way he dresses in his press conference. I was about to say, maybe if he keeps wearing that headscarf or whatever the fuck it is. Um, this free agents free agency period is going to be kind of crazy because there's mm-hmm. so many quarterbacks. Something there's usually not many of. I mean, you got Brady Breeze, Philip Rivers, if Cam anybody Newton. wants them. Cam Newton. Mariota and Tannehill are both free agents. The Titans don't resign either one. Yeah. And I mean, I know you're not big on Mariota, but I do think there's going to be – I think he's going to start somewhere next year. And then they can take him. You think we'll get Brady and Titans? I don't want him. I'd rather have Tannehill than I don't Brady. want him either, but uh, I mean, it's a it's a big name. It's yeah. a big name. I just, 
he's already won a Super Bowl, so now it seems like he's going for the payday. I don't want them to pay him. No. <laughs> if I, it was on the low end. It, he's also looking to win a Super Bowl somewhere outside else. of so Belichick's shadow. Yeah. Okay. So he can take all the credit. Like, yeah, this is why. If he takes on the cheap, then maybe. But I'd still rather have Tannehill back. I, I thought that was kind of neat, Rabel's tweet. He <laughs> yeah. said, well, how would you describe yours and Brady's relationship? <laughs> Undefeated. Undefeated. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's going to be crazy. Um, that's a lot of quarterbacks for one. And there's, I mean, there's not a huge demand, I don't think. I mean, you got what? A lot of I know. Like, there's a lot of teams in rebuild. So they're sticking with their quarterbacks that they paid for yeah. in the draft. And then right? you have like the Bengals who are definitely going to draft Burroughs or Burrow, whatever. They're yeah. going to draft a quarterback. So it's like who – other than the teams that are that just lost those quarterbacks. Is Dak Prescott – is he a free agent? I can't remember. Or is his a, contract renewal just up? I can't remember which one it is. I want to say they – Because they could franchise left. them and then next year they yeah, could. Yeah, I think, I think it's that. Um – like I see, keep seeing Bears tied to to Mariota, mm-hmm. and then there was somebody else ahead in time. I think it's really- <laughs> you'll go from one Trubisky to the other. <laughs> go ahead. Um, I want to eat crow though. He goes somewhere as a fucking at sales. I think he'll do okay. I, I don't think he's gonna blow everything away, but I think he'll be okay. Like, I, I think he'll. I like the guy personally, but I just don't. I just. I, I just never. He just never clicked with me here. Yeah. I mean, it just. It just. It. We never seem to achieve full potential. Yeah. And I'm not saying Tannehill, we can receive that either, but we need to pick one scheme and really stick to it. And that is our trouble, right? Yeah. In five years, we've had, what, five coordinators? Yeah. And this, Art Smith stuck kind of with what, uh, what's his name? I forgot his name. Matt. Leffler. Leffler. He he stuck with the same type of scheme. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, once, I mean, it didn't work to begin with, but once we switched... It seems like everything started working. It started clicking. And then we fucking get off of it. What the fuck? Never mind. I'm not getting into it. All right. But uh, the other nose note I had for NFL. <laughs> Browns offensive lineman Greg Robinson busted with 157 pounds of weed. Now, he just got paid. He's their starting, I think, left tackle or right tackle. Well, we know what he celebrated <laughs> with. He got boarded, busted by the Border Patrol. Going from... Los Angeles to, to New Orleans. <laughs> he wasn't even going across the border. In Texas, there's like a border patrol, like patrols the interstates, <laughs> and he got busted on that. 157 pounds. That's like, that's not just celebrate. I mean, are you just setting up for your weekend or something? What the hell? If you're, if you're in the country, why didn't you just book a private jet or charter a plane? I don't They said there was, it was him and uh, some guy from like, the CFL, like one of his friends that plays in the Canadian football league. Oh, that's where he got it. No. Those two were there, and they had a third person with them. I think it was supposed to be their fall guy. And then that guy didn't take that fall. <laughs> He's like, nope, I didn't do it. He's, that guy didn't get arrested. Oh, really? <laughs> He's like, fuck y'all. And he said faces up, faces up to 20 years in prison. Uh, you were just fucking handed big, giant paycheck, and now you fucked it up. I I mean, it. it's – I believe that NFL – no longer will put you on the list for marijuana, though. I believe yeah. they kind of took it off there. But I saw this that. Is, this is legal. This is something totally yeah, different. I, right? I saw people like on the on the yeah. thread saying like, "Oh, you can't, you can't do that." I was like, "That's the NFL. Yeah, That's it, not it's, it's just the same as if they make it legal here. 
If my employer says I can't smoke it, guess what? Yeah. Can't smoke it, buddy. Sorry. And there's a... I haven't really looked in, but I mean, they're doing the negotiations for the whole uh, players union or whatever mm-hmm. right now. It, they're still in effect for this year, so they can't like... Well, I guess they could strike, but they're still on contract for this year. They better not strike. That's a felt, baby. <laughs> Them players that go right on up. But next year is like when it'll end, I think. And so the stuff there, I saw today, uh, Russell Wilson was tweeting saying, this, this isn't good. Player I vote no or whatever. Yeah. And I mean, I don't side with the owners. I don't think they need 17 games. Mm-mm. They need less preseason. They're looking at that. I, I don't think they need 17 games. I think they need to do lifetime medical. Yeah. I mean, it is what it is, right? Mm-hmm. You play a high collision sport. You make billions off the player. And the player gets paid for it, right? Yeah. But that doesn't mean that he shouldn't be taken care of after his tenure. Yeah, definitely. Yes. I mean, I could work at some shitty government facility, uh, you know, just being a security guard, and I'd get benefits for life. I don't have a problem with the players getting paid, but they need to up the salary cap then. I think they, they, they have to. Yeah, because, I mean, I you, you want up. more money, but you're that's, I mean, right, yeah. that's why the teams that win, like, that's why the Patriots have won so many. They can they don't pay Brady the top money. Like they, they don't pay anybody. Yeah, and they, they're able to bring in talent. So, I mean, I don't, I, I don't want to side with the owners, but at the same time, I don't really side with these guys making $40 million a year. Yeah. And people would say that's one thing that drives me crazy is people compare it to baseball and everything. But they you get paid their their contracts broke down by game. They they play 150 games a year. 162. Yeah, for baseball, and then they have like basketball. They're, yeah, and that's football plays 16. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, the owners only get paid. They, you know, they they make most of their money off the game day, bringing people in, selling concessions, all concessions that stuff. Concessions and you know, we do 16 games a year. Merchandising. Yeah. <laughs> um. But you, only, you know, they're only making it 16 times a year as opposed to 140, 160, however many fucking hockey does. I don't know. A lot. Yeah. So, I mean, I understand why there's a difference. Mm-hmm. So, no. That's football for you. That's all I got. So, we'll talk about this movie? Yes. What must I do? Ring must be destroyed. I cannot do this alone. You have my soul. And you have my bow. And my axe. There is evil there that does not sleep. They are coming. The Lord of the Rings, The Fellowship of the Ring, was released December 19th, 2001, directed by one Peter Jackson. Stars oh. <laughs> Elijah Wood, Sean Aston, Sean Bean, Kate Blanchett, Orlando Bloom, Billy Boyd, Ian Holm, Christopher Lee, Andy Serkis, Ian McKellen, Dominic Monahan, Vigo Morrison, John Reese Davies, Liv Tyler, and Hugo Weaving. Had a budget of only $93 million. That's three films. Do we films. need to talk about Unbreakable? That's three films. <laughs> Again. But that wasn't all three together. They filmed all three of them. But I think that's why it was cheaper. I don't think it was $93 for all three. I think they broke it down. 
Because I'm sure if I look it up for the other two, it's not going to say 93 also. All right, I'll look. Okay. Um, like I said, unbreakable. I, I still don't understand why that movie costs so much. And this is all practical effects, mostly. You know, there's a couple of CGI shots, but... Um, had a gross of 315.5 US, 887.8 worldwide. It's a pretty good bank. This one movie. For a... Uh, 94 million estimated. Well, that's 93 for this one. Yeah, I think it's pretty close. I think they just divided up between the three. I don't know, buddy. There's no way all three movies together cost 93. If you do it all at once. It might. Which is why they did it. Which is why other people started taking <clears throat> taking on that trend. Yep. What does that say? 94. So it's 94, 94, 93. That's a little too close for... That's why I think they divided it. That's why it's not all of 94. Maybe. But why would one had to be one, lower. The first one should cost more than the other two. No. If you think about it. They had to do more door, man. They didn't <clears throat> Whatever. Do this one. Um, but yeah, this did set a trend, right, in Hollywood. Because right after that, they made two Matrix sequels. Oh, filming together. I was filming like, together. The and then they did the Pirates, the, yeah. the two sequels to the Pirates. They filmed them together. Like, hey, this worked out. <laughs> yeah, this worked out. We didn't have to spend a whole bunch each time rebuilding everything. Yeah. Uh, and so let's just do it all at once. I'm surprised they don't do it more now. I am too. The, my thing is, I, I think they're scared of, oh, we didn't have this return, so we don't know if we want to even pursue this, you know, kind of thing. But in an age where, like, even shitty sequels make a billion dollars almost, you'd think they would do it even more now. Well, let me tell you about the landscape in 2001. This movie actually changed movies for us yeah we were all walking around in our trench coats and <laughs> neo glasses and like what the fuck is this shit you're not lying but <laughs> do you remember when we first saw this movie no no i don't remember much oh geeko's not working jesse i guess not because i ended this with this but i'll go ahead and go into it we went to see it in telahoma right it was you me daryl big Epps, and i think davis was with us not 100 percent sure about that one we ate it like Fazoli's beforehand. And, you know. Is this the laughing girl? <laughs> yeah. The girl with the fucking so. yeah. deafening but, laugh? Yeah. Uh, that so, was at Fazoli's also? Yeah, yeah. Okay. But, so we were there, and it, it looked like rain, you know, not, nothing too bad. It wasn't really stormed. This was the first opening night that I went to that it was packed lobbies that I, that I, I remembered, right? Like, this was the first event movie that I'd ever been to like this and it was fucking packed in our little shitty town right yeah and I was hyped for it because I've been reading articles for years about it you know because I started filming way back when when the Matrix come out uh halfway through the movie the power goes out you remember that that. you don't remember any of that that's the only time the power's gone out was through that one uh nobody fucking started a riot or did anything back in those days you know but are no fucking idiots. <laughs> no. <laughs> but this this movie, the starting scene with the ring mm-hmm. and all that, the prologue, made me develop my love for sound systems. When Sauron dies, and he goes, 
you know, when it spreads out there, I was like, fuck yes, I want that at my house, you know. I know you can't partake in that as well as the rest of us, but... Yeah, for me, it's like, boom. <laughs> you, you don't hear it travel. <laughs> like, there's a part later on when Gandalf is in the Mines of Moria, and he walks across the screen. If you got good surround sound, you'll hear him transfer from this oh, end right to that to end, yeah. And I was like, fuck yeah. To me, it just sounded like he was walking away. Yeah, <laughs> you're like, huh? <laughs> But no, this this movie changed, I guess, movies for us, right? It started the, and I talk about, I wrote a lot. It, 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 it started the sequels filming back to back. But it also, I think it was really the last movie to do practical effects. On a big, big, big budget. scale. Yes. Yeah. And I know there is some CGI in here. Mm-hmm. Not a whole lot, though. No. Uh, this movie, like they had literally, they made they had literally an army of practical effects maker at, at uh, Weta, Weta. And if if you're if you're a behind the scenes kind of person, go get the extended editions of these movies and just watch the appendices, watch the behind the scenes disc that come with these. For each movie, there's two discs, and for each. Each movie, there's two, uh, there's three behind the scenes disc. I used to watch these things every day religiously when we all lived together in that farmhouse. Mm-hmm. I used to put it on in the background while I did my drawings, and it was kind of like my background music. Yeah, it's a great soundtrack. Yeah, or score. But it would they would talk about how they were making the chainmail, like the the two people in charge of making all this chainmail no longer have fingerprints on their indents and their... Oh, wow. Because they rubbed them off. They made millions of them. Fuck that job. <laughs> I didn't read the thing that said, and I don't know if this is real, but it said, uh, for high-tech tasks, a computer program called Massive made armies of CGI elves and orcs and all that for the background, like mm. way in the background. And it said the digital creations could think and battle independently. Independently. So it's almost like a video game. They're playing, it, they're fighting in like the background. realistic battle simulator or yeah. whatever it's called. And it said that they could go in, each one had their own field of vision. So they could go in on this program. I'm sure it looked like shit, mm-hmm. but they could look through the eyes of each individual character as they're fighting like later on. Yeah. That's fucking crazy. Like, it, even if it's fucking pixelized and shit, it's still for that time period. Yeah. That's amazing. And they did a lot of this stuff like that. So typical movies with storyboard mm-hmm. they actually built wireframe in uh, what did they call it I forget what they called it but they actually built a program in the computer to show you exactly what motions you wanted the camera to do mm-hmm. and all that stuff so pre that's what it's called okay. so it looks like reboot <laughs> the cartoon from mm-hmm. the 90s uh, but like the shot in Moria when the bridge is collapsing on them and they're having to sway and all that stuff they show that in the behind the scenes, you know, it's uh, like they, they knew exactly what shot they wanted to get out of any given moment. And they had seven film crews at any given time filming all this thing. That's fucking crazy. Peter Jackson, I don't know how the fuck he did it because it's probably one, why he didn't want to do the, the Hobbit. Yeah. One, it's like he poured everything. He poured his malice, his hatred. No. It's like a Sauron <laughs> joke. But he poured everything into these movies, right? But right before that, he just did the Frighteners. And he did Heavenly Creatures. So, like, he he was not this huge 
epic director, right? right? right. I mean, I'm not taking that away from him, but it's just not who... There's no reason they could think he could do this going into it. Something this massive. But they had faith in him, and apparently um, they wanted to do King Kong. Universal wanted to do King Kong before they finalized the deal for this movie, which actually went to New Line. Because Miramats had the first rights to it, and he pitched it to them, and they're like, oh no, we can't do this. We don't want a three-hour movie of an mm-hmm. ape and woman relationship. No, 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 no the, this here. Oh. So <laughs> he pitched he pitched The Lord of the Rings to them, and they're like, oh, we got to do it in one movie. <laughs> you know? Fuck that. And, and the, the, the president of a new line, God bless him, I think they had two movies at that time. He's like, why are we doing two movies? It's three books. Let's do three b- movies. Like he had the vision to do it, and and they pumped it into it, and man, it just it he's lit. actually read a book and understand it's hard <laughs> enough to adapt one book yeah. for one movie. You can't put three into one. But I mean, it just <laughs> it just for me, I guess it might affect other people differently. But for me, it just changed a whole landscape of movie like that. That aerial footage that he does where he's on a helicopter and he comes down and there you can see him mm-hmm. running through this beautiful country in New Zealand which by the way these movies boosted their economy yeah. like they still have the Hobbit, Hobbit Town yeah Hobbiton, Hobbiton. it's still there the it's a, it's a, yeah. they built the whole thing as an attraction yeah. there and and when they made these movies they built it a year before they filmed to make it look lived in yeah you know I mean they don't do this stuff anymore they're like it's called quality we don't see it a lot in film now and we see the reverse side of this with the Hobbit trilogy. Yes, they're like, oh no, we're. Just- I do enjoy them, but they're not. Uh, no, this. they're they're no. nowhere near this, no. right? They tried to get all fancy with the forty-eight frames a second kind of stuff, and it's like it's still CG. It's still- and it's still Peter Jackson just feels like <clears throat> I don't have time for all that shit. Mm-hmm. He doesn't. He he can't. He didn't pour, want to do it. He can't pour five years of his life into one basic one movie. Yeah. And then they didn't, it just doesn't feel This the is same. a reversal. Like they took one small book and made three movies. <laughs> <laughs> That's what they did with that yeah. one. Um, <clears throat> but we cannot talk about, I'm sorry, I'm talking the whole time. That's fine. We, we cannot talk about this movie without talking about the music. Mm-hmm. Like you, you just said, the music to this is amazing, right? I get easily lost and don't notice the music especially when it's good I don't mm-hmm. notice it because and I get drawn in that's a sign of a good soundtrack yeah. right yeah Howard Shore did this soundtrack and he's a big Tolkien fan so when he got that name sounds familiar when he got the call to do this he was actually in New York and he flew from New York to New Zealand right then to see what Peter Jackson was up to that's a fucking long flight I mean that's that's probably one of the longest flights you can take. Actually. I just read something, and it was completely unrelated to this, about that being an 18-hour flight yeah. to New Zealand. Yeah. Because it was a joke, uh, a Lewis Black joke. Mm. And I, it didn't tie into this at all. It's just weird that, yeah. I don't know why this, well, I didn't think any flight would be 18 hours. Yeah, that's crazy. Um, but, I'm trying to look at how short did. I didn't take all the notes because I... Most movies we do, even the movies I love, because I've already seen them so many times, I just nitpick them to death. Mm-hmm. I just watched this movie. I just enjoyed it. I sat back and got immersed in it. Because it has been a little while since I've seen it. Because usually you'll catch it on like Netflix, or not Netflix, like TV or something. Just put it on. 
don't pay attention because you've already seen it. But now it, it it has been a while for me too. But I used to watch these things, like I said, almost every day, just because I'd put them on in the background and, and the music is just so amazing. And then I would also do the uh, the behind the scenes stuff with it. You know what Howard Shore made now? <laughs> Look if there's credits and one of them's nostalgia critic. <laughs> it's just where they use Lord of the Rings. Yeah. Uh, Twilight. He did a lot of Twilight. He does Conan O'Brien stuff. Simpsons one episode. He was actually in a pretty popular band, I believe. Uh, uh, SNL stuff. He does a bunch. Oh of yes, he's there now at the end. But the um, <clears throat> he flew down there right away, and he could just see the the passion that Peter Jackson and his wife Fran Walsh, something like that. They kind of really spearheaded this whole thing, and he knew immediately that he was going to be on for it. Now, the average composer, John Williams, all that stuff, you know, he's not average. But what they typically do on a film is six months, right? Mm-hmm. They get the print. They get the, uh, um, like, the dailies all bunched together. It's not it's not technically, you know, the, the finished product. They get, like, scenes, right? And they start putting the music into it you you've seen it like in behind the scenes howard shore was here for like three years and you can just feel it i thought they were in howard shore band and the first thing come up with the lighthouse (laughs) yeah that's what it's called lighthouse that's not like that's not that lighthouse (laughs) no okay uh but no like so he was here for three years plus probably Mm -hmm. And you can feel it. Like, if, if you just ever want to geek out, there are some awesome YouTube videos if you want to geek out to music where you can just go in and then they they dissect the music of Lord of the Rings far better than I could ever do it because they're, they're music, you know, theories. Well, they, they have degrees in this shit. But he does, uh, he does some things with the beats of... The ring melody, you know, it's like a three pattern, and then like the Hobbits is like a three pattern, and you know they the beat per minute or whatever. So they do these these things, and then when when the Fellowship comes together, it's a nine stanza kind of thing. So it's like the three and the three and the three all add up, and it's like it's fucking crazy to think about. And if if you just delve into it, and it's like it's so memorable, you know the the way that. When you hear it, you just immediately are like, "Oh, yeah, I know this." Even the Hobbit ones are good mm-hmm. too. He did those. Oh too. yeah, no, <clears throat> yeah. I, the music is great. The, the thing with the Hobbit is they stretched it too far. Yeah, and they just went cheap. They did all CGI. CGI, just, and, it, it, and it looks. They're it. still good. It's just not mm-hmm. Lord of the Rings. They're iconic. This is okay. So, like I said, I didn't take hardly any notes. I was just watching. Um, <laughs> the only note I took, other than let's see the use of perspective to make Ian McKellen look um, tall. I was gonna get to this, yeah. Compared to the Hobbits, was really good. Like it's all it's cam- amazing. It's mostly camera work, and yeah. It, it's, I mean, it doesn't look fake. It mm-hmm. looks great, and that's why it holds up. Yeah. And the other one was the wizard fights in the J.R.R. Tolkien world are not that great <laughs> at the beginning. <laughs> the the Saruman versus Gandalf, where they're just pushing each other, <laughs> knocking each other down. <laughs> it's not like what you would think, like a Harry Potter wizard fact, fights. it's not in a book. Oh, that, that scene? Yep. Okay. <laughs> so they're even lamer. 
I mean, it's just they. Christopher Lee was like ninety. Okay, well, they're both pretty old. Yeah. I mean, Christopher Lee was like legit ninety. Uh, he was actually the only one to ever meet Tolkien. Yeah, I've heard that. Like he's a huge <laughs> Tolkien fan. Like he can speak the language of Mordor. You know, the black speech or whatever. Yeah. Like, and he's like, yeah, yeah, quit showing off. You know, kind of thing. But he was the only one. He was actually blessed by Tolkien to play Gandalf. Oh really? Yeah. He's like, fuck you. <laughs> but no, the uh, speaking of Gandalf, the two, well, there's so many good fucking uh, actors in these movies. Oh, yeah. But the two that really, really, really stand out to me, Ian McKellen as Gandalf and Viggo Mortensen as oh, Aragorn. Yeah. Yeah. Like, do you know the story about, or, or well, I was going to say Aragorn, uh, Viggo Mortensen? Strider. Uh, yeah. I like Strider better. Myself. That's awesome, yeah. But I used to have the sword. Do you remember this? Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. It's um, in the hallway. <laughs> um, he, my little shitty flea market sword I bought. And yeah. You're sitting up on the wall. <laughs> it's fucking eight feet long. <laughs> no, the... Uh, so, we'll, we'll just start with Vigo. So, Vigo come in to the shoot very late. Very, very late, mm-hmm. which is astounding to think about because he fully develops his character. Like he, he is like Daniel Day Lewis commitment oh, yeah. to him. Um, I read he he like walked the he streets walked with the, the streets swords and, and the yeah, police got him. Police, yeah. yeah. Um, but you can see it. You can see the. Uh, you can see it on the screen. So they actually filmed four days with a different actor. Stuart Townsend. Stuart Townsend. Yeah. You know who that is. Yeah, I looked him up. I don't know where he's from, but he looks familiar. He's really young. You ever seen Queen of the Damned? Oh, yeah. He's with stat. <laughs> and this is this time. And it was like, it was such a bad choice. And they realized it four days in. Yeah. You know, it sucks for him, but I don't think, I don't think it You was. don't hear the same thing about him that you do about like the guy from uh, Back to the Future. Right. Or Eric, Eric Stoltz. Yeah, Stoltz. Yeah. Or it's like he just sucked. Yeah, or something. No, 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 it's just like he's just too young. He was too young, and they they stated they they stated it as, yeah, if we could just tell he was just too young, you know, in, in accordance to the rest yeah. of the the cast. Does Does Vigo Mortensen remind you of anybody? No. Every time I see him, he looks like my dad. Like, <laughs> the I mean, hair he's got the long hair and the beard. I, I was like, especially in this Your movie. Your dad's the dude, man. Your dad <laughs> is the dude. I just like, well, I see every time I watch this movie, that's what makes me think. Really? <laughs> well, your dad is the, the hero yeah. of it. Uh, but no, like, he fully is this guy. Like, uh, like so far as he carried his sword, like you said, he also carried the wets and, like, everything to, like, live as a ranger, basically. Right. And it's so crazy to think he was just, hey... We could really use you on this. All right. It was somebody else, or did he recommend somebody else for the part? I don't know. I remember. Uh, two things I did remember. He bought Arwen's horse, horse. for Liv Tower's stump double mm-hmm. after this. And what was the other thing? Oh, the guy that trained all of them for sword fighting yes. yeah. said that he was the greatest person he's ever trained. And this guy has trained yeah. everybody. No all, name people, everything. All the great sword fighting movie stuff. This yeah. guy trained him, and he said that's he's the best. One he's, he's the ever best trained. one he's ever seen. I was like, fuck, yeah. So you can see it, right? And mm-hmm. this sword is not short. It's actually no. it, well, <laughs> I, I had both swords actually. I had hit that and uh, what is it? Nice seal. Is that the way it's called? Um, 
The other actor I want to talk about is Ian McKellen as Gandalf. Yes. Magneto himself. <laughs> it, he is Magneto, right? And that's what we've seen him. But it, it's hard to describe just how effective this character is. Like, every time you watch this movie, you can study him and his mannerisms, and you'll get something different every time. You pick up something every time. Like, it, I can't think of a more perfect casting. Because he just seems like he is one of the kindest souls on the earth when as he is with Gandalf. Yeah. Like when they're doing the fellowship and Frodo says, I'll take it, I'll take the ring, and you could just see it. He's like, he didn't want him to take mm-hmm. it. He and as much as he knew he's the perfect person to do it, he didn't want him to volunteer. Yeah. And and there's pain in his eyes. He and, knows exactly yeah. what kind of peril is ahead of this young hobbit. But yeah, I mean, it's it's oh man, it's it's so fucking great to see him in this movie. Now the other two movies, I really don't kind of like him as much as I do this one. He's Gandalf the White now. When he transforms yeah. and he loses some of his memory, it's almost like Doctor Who. Like yes. he regenerates and now he's not the same person completely. Which makes sense, but you just don't get the same kind of. So was Christopher Lee kind of cool before he became the White Wizard? You know, I he, guess so. Was he the, the White Wizard's guy? always the same. Was he the dude walking around or something? So, yeah. He's like, what's up? Now he's uh, a douche. If you get into the lore of the Lord of the Rings, it's crazy. to You know, the Balrog and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. He's actually, they're actually kind of like angels. Balrogs or the Wizards? Yeah, both. So the Balrog is the opposite of what... I'm, I'm, probably angel. I'm probably butchering all of this shit because I just watched. All right. Real talk. I read The Hobbit. Tried to read the other books. They're just so fucking slow. I tried to read The Hobbit. Didn't make it oh, I read The Hobbit in like sixth grade. And I read those other books, but I just didn't retain any of it back then. Accelerated reader bullshit. <laughs> I didn't retain any of it. I retained enough to take a test the next day. But it's like, oh, fuck. It's it's. It's almost like reading the Bible to me. Yeah. And that's a testament to Tolkien because he built every every single thing that we think of as high fantasy. I would say 99% of it originates Back then. with this guy. And then it branches and evolves from there, right? Now, I'm not saying it's the first reincarnation of all this stuff, but it, it it's the first like big, big fucking yeah. uh, property of it. It's like with uh, Romero and the zombies. There's stuff before that that's right. reminiscent. Right, but they really, kinda, really kind of He developed the, yeah. the main theme. I just, you know, it just... I don't know. I, I've i always had an affinity for these movies because I can see the passion and just the love put on the screen. Every It seems like everybody involved with this, from the production to the actors, to the people directing it, loved every bit of this property. Yeah. And you think of all the big people that have involved in it, almost every one of them, this is their biggest thing. Even though they're all developed actors, have a big library behind them, this is their most iconic thing. This is it, right? For all of them, almost. So we have Orlando Bloom. This is his first one. Fuck him. (laughs) But watching it, you're like, Legolas is a badass motherfucker. Watching it now, I'm like, Legolas is a Mary Sue motherfucker. Right? That's I never liked him. Like, right. I know he was good, but I, like from him being cast in Pirates after this, it's just like, I, he was just a, he was a dandy. I didn't like Mary him. Mary Sue. Yeah. <laughs> I get it, right? Yeah. 
But Sean Bean. Justin's like, I want to be Legolas. I did. <laughs> now I want to be Aragon. Um, Sean Bean. I want to be Gimli. And you I fucking am. are Gimli. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. What are you saying? Sweet Boromir. <laughs> that fucking way he goes out. With the Urukai in every movie, <laughs> not everyone, out. but this one is—it's pretty astounding. No, like, just—he's a really real character to mm. me. Like although you know, like you said, Legolas is a, a Mary Sue, or whatever. He's a fleshed-out character. He has his flaws. Yep. You know, he's—he's he's the son of somebody who's not the king, Denethor. and he aspires to be yeah. greater. And he has his—he wants—he wants the ring to do good. At the same time, he can see himself not. Being bad, he even says, "I, you know, I tried to take it from him. I'm yeah. sorry. I'm he said, bad. "I'm sorry." He can, he can feel that, yeah, that shame yeah. that he wasn't strong enough to do it. Even, I mean, he, even Gandalf felt it. That's why he yep. wanted the Hobbit to take it. But this guy, somebody's like, "I'm, I'm, I'm not as good as I thought I was." Yeah, <laughs> there, there's a lot of honor, and um, the people that realize it. Pass the test, you know, the people that don't fail, obviously. Kate Blanchett was a yeah. big one. She's like, I passed the test, but just fucking barely. <laughs> just barely. And Elijah Wood's like, oh, I shouldn't have done that. Yeah, you crazy oh. bitch around here again. Mer- Mercury's in retrograde. That's what it was. Does that work for elves and all that stuff? Um, but yeah, it's just... I remember that end scene with those fucking arrows that are like fucking dow rods, man. Yeah, huge. It's like God damn. And then like, there's there's a there's a couple flaws in it, right? Like him doing the overhead slash with that arrow in it, he couldn't do his arm that way. That's a nitpick by me. Gotcha. I've seen it several there's, times. Let's get let's get them all out right now. Nitpicks because there's to me there's very few. There there's very <clears throat> my one of the biggest ones. Sauron's ring uh-huh. he's a big giant seven foot tall guy the rings you know he's got these big giant sausage fingers bigger than I do yeah then little hobbit guy puts them on and it's the same size as his hand tell me strengths well you never see that yes you, you do well, I didn't see it yeah you see it with a sealed door when he pits it up with what a sealed door the guy that cuts off his hand Maybe it's only in the extended editions. Right, I didn't notice that. But I thought it's in the real. I've seen it several times. I didn't. I've never, never noticed it. No, you see it when it, when his hand crumbles and it, it, the it ring smaller. It, it shows it getting smaller. Oh, okay. Because well, it, it wants you to put it on. Well, it seems like it. To me, the only it doesn't want you to because it wants to be with the most powerful guy. The only reason it wants you to is so he can find you later on. This right. is right after it. Well, even well, okay. so it. It's a sentient being, so like it. This is why it falls. Well, I don't think it's in the original. Um, this this is why it falls off. Yeah, it does because it says that it it betrayed its its door. Um, it expands and grows. So when he's underwater, it grows, so it falls off his hand. Okay, I didn't know any of that because okay. he, he didn't want to stay with him. Right, it's one less nitpick. Right, <laughs> it is one less nitpick, but it, you can see it change. You know. Uh, and that's kind of interesting that it actually expands to get away from you, but like you know, it it, it will fall on your fucking finger just right. to just to alert. Another nitpick I had, fucking names: Sauron, Saruman, 
it's just it's a like I said, it's a it nitpick. is it it's is it, it's only a nitpick at first when you first step your toe little toesies into yeah. the well, my wife into this the pool. is the first time she saw it and she's like I thought that was the bank that was like, and I was like yeah. no, it's, a, it's a similar name and it, and it's actually astounding that they didn't change the names because yeah, for the movie in 2001 nobody really gave a shit yeah and they kept it true to the source as much as possible um we see a little bit of the Hobbit or. Golem, I guess in the, in the in the cave. Cough it up. But they didn't have the motion cap where they wanted it, so they didn't really. They just showed him following. Yeah, I forgot he wasn't a big part of this one. So that speech that he gives about pity right then, fuck, it's it's another good moment right there. He's like, you know, would you have the strength to give, you know, to take it from them and stuff like that. So it it all it all comes back to moments that are really great but like a, I only have two nitpicks with it really I think I'm trying to think some of the CGI the far away shots are like you know it was 2001 right yeah. 15 years ago it, more at this point um 20 yeah almost almost 20 19. so I can give that a pass because it was early in that Kind of what they were trying to do, yeah. But the practical effects, I mean, really, you know, the Matrix Revolutions, whatever is after this. Yes, you know, it looks yeah. terrible. So the I I said the one nitpick, but the other nitpick is actually with the seal door at the beginning when he cuts cuts the finger off. It it and it's two different units. So when he cuts the finger off, everything's got a dark, gloomy blue tone to it. And he's like eyeballing it, you know, cause it's right there in frame with his face. And then the next shot, it's like a totally different composition. Like the lighting is, is more. And you're like, Oh, what the fuck? And his Diagnosis. hair isn't like it was. So it's like, it's a, it's a cut that they had to do, but it's like, you could definitely tell they're not right. in the same sequence. <laughs> so they use a different filter or something. Mm-hmm. It, and it's probably just two different units filming. Because, yeah. like I said, there's seven of them. The only other nitpick I had was, was a really minor one. It's like when you get all those nine ring bearers or whatever coming after them. Mm-hmm. It's fucking hobbits, and they can't even destroy them. And even uh, Strider like takes one out by throwing a, 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 a... Into his face. Yeah, and it's like, they seem so powerful, and these are the kings of men yep. that are now ghosts, essentially. The and, Lich Kings and yeah, stuff Yeah, and like they're that. now just being taken out by these little hobbits. It's, it's very minor. Like, it's... I mean, you see just shot that in every movie, so it's not big. Yeah, so I will say in the book, he's actually up there with them when they come. Those, so, yeah. He doesn't show up at the end. Yeah, so they just put a little more dramatic yeah. effect Even on Chelsea's it. like, where did he go? I was like, he'll be back, just shut he up. He went scouting. <laughs> he went to get some of that elf pussy. <laughs> you just must spit taked everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> he Clean wanted them man hands of Liv Tyler. <laughs> okay. I don't think I have really... I mean... Of the three movies, which is your favorite? They run together in my head. They do run together. I, I was telling that's Chelsea, a good thing, right? Yeah, well, first of all, on here it says it's like two hours and 45 minutes long. And I was like, is that the extended version or whatever? Cause, and as we're watching, I was like, out for some reason I was thinking it ended as Samwise was fucking drowning because he's retarded. Yeah, yeah. But it's like another 30 minutes after yep. that. Yeah. So I, I couldn't remember where it actually ended. And I knew one of them just like cut off. I think that's the second one. 
was like straight up just like in the middle of a scene almost cuts off. Yeah. So I really don't have a favorite because to me they're one giant film. They are one giant film, but I think this is the best overall film of all of them. Like, like just start yeah. to finish. I know the third it, one it tells that story because it's a lot of like mm-hmm. Sam and him fighting or whatever. And yeah, golems in there and crazy badass battles. Um. Oh, the other I did have uh, the side I picked was just sometimes the orcs and orkai or whatever, Uruk-hai. a little car- cartoonish almost, mm. but it's still not bad. Like it's just the ones they pour out of the mud, they put the little face stamp on. <laughs> um, they just I don't know. It, it, I, when you're in a serious moment and they're like, it, yeah, but it's not bad. It just feels like they could have made. I don't know, they're just trying to tone it up a little bit to make it a little bit lighter. Not a bad thing, just for a movie that seems so serious before that. Yeah. The um, one nitpick that I have, it's not really with the movie, but it was after the movie was out. Movie came out in 2001. DVDs come out shortly after. Had to wait a year for the extended editions to come out. I was thinking six months for some reason. I had to fight off the urge to buy this regular DVD for you fucking peasants. Well, I think you bought the, the first one that came out. I did. Everybody did. And because like, we didn't know. Yeah, and then they're like, oh, we're going to... That's why I thought it was six months later. It was like right outside that timeline. No, where, sir. Was it, it was, it was when the next movie here. came out. It was, it was, yeah. Yeah. And it, and that's what drove it, right? And I was like, fuck. So I had to Merchandising. wait. Merchandising. <laughs> I had to wait and I had to get the ones that looked like little books. Yeah. And I had all three of them, which is what I thought I gave you. So I thought you would have watched the extended ones. Um, you gave me that one that had all three yeah, together. Yeah, because that, I uh, yeah. I got that. But yeah, I mean, that's that's my big gripe because I had to wait so long, and I'm sure other people felt it too. It's just I was being cheap because I had no money, so I was like, "Fuck, I yeah. can't buy," you know, this and that. But I enjoyed it. The very other much. one last nitpick: watching this movie so bad makes me want to see this level of quality for the Drizzt stuff. Yeah. And you, and you even see, like you, I remember we talked about the Mines of Moria. Yep. There's a scene in the Drizzt that's like, just like that. Oh. And even all the, the Ari Salvatore stuff. I mean, it's Drizzt? the same thing. Drizzt? Shop. <laughs> it's always Drizzt. I don't give a shit. <clears throat> there, I mean, it feels like Ari Salvatore wrote his version after this. Could you imagine, what is it? Mes- based on Mesopotamia this. or whatever it's called. Yeah. Oof. That'd be good. Yeah. See, I just wish this... Terry Brooks books, the mm-hmm. Sonaris, not the True. MTV stuff. <laughs> yeah. The actual stuff. And the Wheel of Time. And the Wheel of Time stuff. Yeah. Oh, fuck. And, but we're stuck with fucking Game of Thrones, which Cause, cause they, it's so bad. I think it's not they know they can't do it without putting a big budget into it now. Right. And they won't commit to it. They now. won't commit to this level of dedication. They just want somebody to come in, film this movie, bring in some jackass for the second one, and bring in some other guy, or bring back JJ for the third one. You know, they just want the cheapest dollar to make the max because there's profit. no passion behind it. Yeah, maybe and, the pops will do it because <laughs> we got the Drizzt and Guinevere pop coming. Maybe, <laughs> maybe. I just—it's such a good story, and it it's so—it's such a fun story. And you—you you clearly have a starting point mm-hmm. to do it with. Sojourn and all those. You can start with those or you can start with the Icewind Dale trilogy. And if you really want to make or quadrilogy. Uh, trilogies and all that, you have fucking 25 books at least. You have a shit ton, right? Yeah. You have 
source material to pull from. Same thing with the Terry Brooks books, the Shannara stuff. It's not just the Elfstones, which they started on the second one for some fucking reason. So they could put teenage drama in it. That's why they did it. Uh, you could do the Druid of Shinar. You could do the Sword, which is what I started with. That's what I started. And Wish Song. I mean, come on. That's fucking badass. Garrett Lee. I think that's Lee. the last one I yeah. read. Uh, I read them all. Like, yeah. until... Um, probably 2012 they're still doing them oh wow but the Wheel of Time stuff you know there's 22 of those or 20 of those books you know and they're fucking huge it's a built in fan base and if you do it right you'll pull in other people I mean this shows you'll pull in other people billions of dollars but they just don't want to do it right yeah they (laughs) They don't want to to dedicate it to it they can hire me I'll do it just like Venom 2 I said Bring Jesse in. I could do it. I just need a good DP. I'll get Roger Deakins. And he wants to get double penetrated. <laughs> so. What a dick. <laughs> you set it up. Yeah. <laughs> no, I mean, rate it like 9 out of 10. 10 out of 10. 10 out of 10. Yeah. Absolutely love these fucking movies. Love the music. I mean, I watched it all week long. Not just the movie, but I watched other videos on it and stuff like that. Behind the scenes, I watched that shit. I mean, you could literally just watch the behind-the-scenes stuff, and yeah. it's fascinating to anybody that's even thought about doing any kind of movie stuff. It's just you do not see this level of dedication very often. Yeah. I think the closest nowadays are Christopher Nolan and Denis Villeneuve or whatever. Those two are the closest that i found that really pour themselves into their material. Right. I mean, even... You watch this now, and like my wife loved the Hobbit movies. She yeah. likes them a lot, so we went watch those. There's so many of those that were put into this. As people, I mean, there's like a, in the uh, Mines of Moria, there's a skeleton there. That's one of these guys. Yeah, it's that's the one he's crying yeah. over. Yep. There's another one somewhere else in the movie. I forget what it was. There, there, he even stuff that didn't matter he put into the, and that's dedication to the source material, without being 100 percent perfect so i mean it's you don't get this level of care for almost anything anymore yeah and which, material. which makes me really love it all right that's week your pick when we when's our next movie we have to do what we want to do uh you mean in movies yeah in, like new uh i think it's in may I think it's around Black Widow time, but there's another movie that comes out at the end. So probably have two, three more episodes, at least. Yeah, I mean, <clears throat> if you want to watch any of this stuff, like I went and watched the Sonic movie, kind of dug it. It's not great. I'm it's not, ask you about it's not awesome, but if you like any of that source material, it does it pretty justice. And it sounds about like Detective Pikachu. Kids love it, you know? Yeah. I mean, that's who it's for. It's funny. It sets up a sequel. Jim Carrey is Ace of Ventura 2.0. Have you seen the picture of him as him and Eminem together? Oh yeah, like, yeah. It looks like a Barack Jim and Obama. Him. He does. Yeah, <laughs> I don't, it's just weird. Uh, so I, there's nothing I don't think for a while. For oh, you're, you're gonna have to pick something good to no, follow I mean, this sucker up for me. Well, I'll pull something good. Oh, I bet you fucking will. What was it you picked? <laughs> Face off. Come on. Oh, you know you love that movie. Don't act like you didn't like it beforehand. I loved it. Until I've watched it again. Well, that's what we do. I know it is. It, we we 
we uh, look back fondly and then leave grudgingly. <laughs> to me, it's a lot more fun doing a movie we thought we loved than doing a movie we actually do because there's not much to talk about when you really love it. This one we did. But I was going to say, a lot of them, I, I talked quite a bit. Yeah, a lot of them we do, we do like, it's like, yeah, it was good. It was action and stuff. It was fucking great. When it's shit, you can nitpick it to death. Yeah, I mean, there's a couple of movies that we have that are kind of like this, like The Matrix. We talk a lot about The Matrix and stuff like that. In the same passion of this. Yeah. I have a couple more that are like this that are up there for me. Um, You might hear one in the intro. <laughs> Every fucking time. But we'll see. We'll see what you come up with. No Later. pressure. <laughs> no pressure. Countdown to Geek Town.